Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 151 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast, and we're upping our dues this week to keep bringing you content for another year. Uh, tonight, we have a whole Game Pass segment, a whole lot of Game Pass news. I think we could talk Xbox for like 12 hours tonight if we could. Uh, the new studio that will be working on new Sony IPs, who could that be? Uh, is it someone who recently left Stadia? Seems like a quick turnaround to me. Uh, Fortnite's new season brings more crossovers. And DriftCons notes Newsmaster Brandt. Super Bomberman are online, coming to other platforms, leaving their exclusive deal with uh, Jade Raymond's platform of choice. And you're getting more free games starting next week from Sony. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster, of course, Brant McKee. Bring in uh, that freemium content for everybody listening and the... Uh costly <laughs> content uh for for people involved oh you're paying for it this year it's not freemium anymore, oh yeah brent. brent's like oh uh, can i go back me. to being a listener i bought in baby well, <laughs> brent we'll upgrade you to listener <laughs> what was he before <laughs> contributor streamer <laughs> streamers lower <laughs> than listener and that oh. other voice you heard is cesar concepcion the second cmc to himself Oh, he's here. Uh, he tried streaming on Saturday along with my help, and I probably screwed him more than helped him. No, we figured it out. You got there after I bailed. Remember, ten, ten side, ten side, genius. Uh, we actually tried. We tried doing some streaming Saturday. You may have seen some go live notifications. Uh, we were trying to play Halo uno for a minute right and then you launched into halo reach by yourself yep so cesar setting up his streaming setup to bring you content six nights a week i think is what he agreed to so uh, brant what would you like to <laughs> move on the original plan was 12 hours so 12 hours 12 hours a week yeah that is fine i will take <laughs> brant just pay your dues you don't have to stream anymore yep it's just me being a game every day apparently uh, Brent, do you want to do the same thing upcoming? I don't know what your timetable looks like. Do you want to give it a shot and try to hook your stuff up and see what we get? Throw something at the wall? Yeah, eventually. I, I got to get everything uh, set up and ready, but I definitely want to, to give it a shot. Okay, so no rush. We have a lot on our – we all have a lot on our plates at any given time, and we just paid the fourth uh, SoundCloud subscription. So this has been going for quite some time. You're not going to be – not going to be pressed for service right off the rip. This is we're a slow burn podcast, I guess. Yep. All right, you ready to jump straight into news? You. Who wants to take this first bit of Game Pass news? We had quite a lot. Uh, this comes from Gematsu. Twenty, I guess it's me. Twenty Bethesda <laughs> Softworks titles uh, were added on March twelfth. This includes, let's go down the list. This is quite an impressive list. I have downloaded two of these so far because uh, Digital Foundry said that Prey and Dishonored run like never before. Uh, so you have Dishonored Definitive Edition. I'm not going to read the platforms they're on because they're almost all console, PC, and cloud, just about. Yeah. yeah Dishonored, yeah. Dishonored Definitive Edition, Dishonored 2, and Dishonored Definitive Edition comes with all the DLC. Doom from 1993. Does it run Doom? Yes, Game Pass runs Doom. Uh, Doom 2. Doom 3. Not VR included. 
Doom 64, which friend of the show Jeremy's already playing uh, on my recommendation. Doom Eternal. Uh, the Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind. The Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. The Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim Special Edition. The Elder Scrolls Online, The Evil Within, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Fallout New Vegas, Prey, Rage 2, Wolfenstein New Order, Wolfenstein The Old Blood, and Wolfenstein Young Blood, all available on Xbox Game Pass shortly after an Xbox Roundtable presentation. That was really cool. Did you guys watch this at all? Uh, uh, no. No, I, I didn't get to. I caught snippets of it. You had Phil Spencer, you had Aaron Greenberg. Uh, and you had, uh, was it Pete Hines from Bethesda? You had a couple of people just sitting around, uh, socially distanced, but they were discussing Bethesda and the integration with Game Pass and such. And uh, I think an interesting tidbit out of that was Phil Spencer saying that um, they're going to push for content first for Game Pass. That was the motivation behind it. But they did not rule out big parties for other platforms. So that's not like out of the weeds, out of the weeds, you know, or out of the, out of reason, whatever the term is. Mm-hmm. No, I, and I, I think it's what I've always said is like, I mean, this is their selling point to get game pass and other consoles. So right. You want those games. They, they're that's what they are. That's their end game. But just like MLB kind of played the card with MLB, the show, I believe with Sony, you know, Sony's going to pick up good sales figures by having that title on Xbox. It's not going to hurt them per se. So you're going to have this effect with these Xbox titles, I believe, too, where you're going to have, I mean, well, Cuphead's out on everything now, right? So yeah, you're going to have an increased, it, it doesn't make sense with, you know, say an Elder Scrolls 6. It may be a new IP that they do, but an Elder Scrolls 6, they're not going to cannibalize those sales on PS5, I don't think. Unless I just read this totally wrong and you guys disagree. No, that, that's not what it not what it seems like. No, it's going to play best, like Cesar has mentioned before, it's going to play best and be first or first DLC or whatever it is on Xbox and PC, but it's going to come to these other things eventually as well. Now, what was it? What was the... This is what I think Phil Spencer said, the words. <laughs> hey, man. Keyboard ASMR. <laughs> well, while Cesar's looking that up, they did also announce that um, a handful of these titles... I believe it was Dishonored Definitive, um, Prey, Prey, uh, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, um, and I want to say Skyrim and maybe Doom Eternal. We're all going to um, from 30. Yeah, we're going from 30 frames to 60 frames a second. They're going to use that up. That frame FPS boost built into the Xbox mm-hmm. series consoles. It was weird to me with Skyrim, but I guess the there's an unlock frame rate mod that you can do, but I think that negates some of your achievements. So this will be a native build of that to run yeah. it to run at full 60. I downloaded Wolfenstein just to try it out and see what it looks like, and I haven't done it yet. And I jumped on, uh, I think Prey was the one I downloaded. I know Cesar's been wanting me to play Dishonored since the uh, PS3 days <laughs> when I was like, uh, this game was not meant for PS3. It's not going well. <laughs> it wasn't even meant for 360s. So. Oh, it was one of those games like, Oof, we we need we need more than half a gig of RAM in these things now. Yeah. It's time. Just think, we went from half a gig of RAM to eight in the next generation. That was, that was a big jump. That was a huge jump. We rolled that generation for like forever. So Yeah. And made it work, and had some uh, some crazy good experiences Which, on that on those 
generation. Because with this last generation, we were at what ran about the same amount of time. It just the hardware never aged that bad. So and but we needed half step consoles in the middle of that too to address that. Yeah. But most of those base PS4s are still running everything, so just not well in certain situations. Well, reduced uh, resolutions. That was their workaround. Yep. Which is fine for most for uh, I guess our podcast opinion. I won't speak for everybody, but I think we would all take performance over resolution. Yeah. Any yeah. day. I'm going to. I know I pick it. Uh, Brant, you want to finish up this, uh, what else was added to Game Pass? The second of nine stories. <laughs> I think the last <laughs> one we're going to talk about. So, it, so before we do this, it seems like Xbox wants to be talked about. They want to stay in the conversation and they're doing a good job of it the past couple week or so. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the buzz in the industry is something Game Pass related or something Xbox related or, you know. There's something behind it, or XCloud, or something like that. So they're they're doing a good job of of staying in the the was it the mind share of people and consumers, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a big deal. But go yeah, ahead, Brett. I mean, they've they've continued this week. It seems like every day this week they had something, some kind of little tidbit or something comes out. Yeah, uh, I I didn't really even include it in news. Um, but what was it? The um, EA Pass. Uh, EA Play for for people that have Game Pass PC um, is now available. You can you can download it today and there's over or or, or 60 some titles that you can uh, download right now if you have uh, your PC Game Pass. Um, And then continuing on with even more games that they've uh, announced to add to Game Pass. Uh, I believe most of these are for some of them should be released like today. Some of them are right at the end of the month. Uh, there's some there's some pretty big ones in here. There's so, one bombshell that I know of. So they've uh, announced uh, Undertale is is now coming to Xbox. Um, that's already available. Uh, along with uh, Empires of Sin as of making this video that is available as well. Um, Yakuza 6, uh, Song of Life, is coming March 25th. Uh, Nardia Boy is coming out March 30th. Uh, let's say coming to cloud and console uh, is Outriders on April 1st. I think Outriders is going to be a sleeper hit this year. Something, something oh, about boy. it. I haven't played it yet, but I keep hearing this buzz about Outriders. The demo was very positive. A lot of people mm-hmm. were excited about the game after that demo. So it's like uh, the new um, Destiny. It's and a big one they, to have on their platform. Let's see. I'll circle back to those. So also available right now would be uh, Near Automata, uh, Torchlight Three, uh, and then what is this? <laughs> I made Russell buy this so we can play co-op. <laughs> Uh, Pillars of Eternity uh, 2. Yeah, Pillars Empire. of Eternity Ult- 2. <laughs> uh, and that's March 25th. Uh, and then now it's on Game Pass. Uh, Superland. Uh, also March 25th. And so the, the big one that's on here, uh, we have, let's see, also on March 25th, 
we have Octopath Traveler and Genesis Noir coming to Game Pass, which Octopath Traveler hasn't been on anything besides... Um, well, I guess it has been on, on Steam as well, yeah. but it's kind of more exclusively been really tied to uh, Nintendo's platform as of late. So for it to be not only on Xbox, but straight up on Game Pass is a, is a pretty big deal. Yeah. And they didn't announce that. It was just in the press release. And I'm yeah, it's at just it like, like, there Octopath? you go. Yeah. It's whatever deal All they right. worked out with Square Enix for this, this month's games. Yep. That's for sure. So Squadrons is available on everything. You can play it on Xbox and PC now. Yeah. With, uh, or via EA Play if you have Ultimate. But I don't know who has Game Pass and not Ultimate if you were going to go that route. Uh, yeah, I don't... Do they Are they still offering PC separately? I couldn't remember if they said they were just combining it at some I, point. I think so, because you have your normal just PC gamers. I, and they advertise it as Xbox for or Game Pass for PC, I meant. <laughs> Even I'm tripping over it. <laughs> uh, all right, so the, the Game Pass goodies continue. So sorry, you want to take this one, uh, Jade Raymond? She's giving us an update on her uh, Stadia project. I prefer not to. <laughs> uh, yeah, outside of that, I mean, all it is is from Jimatsu from Sal Romano. Is after her gig with uh, Stadia, um, Jade Raymond established a new Haven Studios, uh, which is in her hometown of Montreal. Uh, this one is being backed by Sony Interactive Entertainment, which is similar to the deal that Kojima did, where yep. they don't own the studio, but they're just funding them to make their first game, basically. Yep. Um, and then it just goes into the spill. Uh, I think what was it? Herman Health says Sony Interactive Entertainment is proud to support and invest in Haven in its future. We understand the challenges and rewards of building creative teams from the ground up, as does Jade, with a wealth of experience helming many of gaming's biggest franchises. We're confident and excited for the future of Haven Studios and its first project currently in development. Outside of that, I mean, Jade Raymond, you would, she's usually known as um, one of the developers for Assassin's Creed. Um, I think that was one of the bigger bigger ones. She worked on Beyond Good and Evil, right, back in the day? Yep. Yeah. But she's kind of bounced around, almost like a Amy Hennig situation, where some of these projects just haven't, they haven't seen the light of day. And maybe that's because these announcements are so early that, you know, a, a normal developer will start something and cancel it along the way, and we don't ever hear about it. But when a high-profile name like this moves around, you know, it's it's something that sticks like that. So, but this is the first one where she established her own studio, I believe, because I mean, all the other one was something in, within Stadia. The other one was something within EA, which was EA Motive. Yeah, uh, this is the first time she's actually established her own studio. So, they're just getting the funding from Sony. To make their first game, so Haven Studios, they got a logo and everything. So hopefully, we see something from them in the next, uh, maybe a preview in two years, possibly, and then something possibly. in, yeah, something playable in three or four years on our PS5 Pros on VR. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you know, Sony's very, uh, they've been very smart about um, not showing their hand too really like they used to. So yep, they've gotten good at that, and I think it's uh, done well by them. We'll probably forget about it before, and then they'll just come back and surprise us again. So yeah, they're like, "Oh shit, there's that." I forgot she was slowly uh, cooking away at something. So, uh, except for that one person who's probably still on Twitter is going to be checking that news story every day. Haven Studios, Haven Studios, just obsessing over it uh, because they have a Stadia. I unplugged mine, by the way. I unplugged it. I took it out of my TV. I packed it up. I don't know what I'm going to do with that eventually, but. Uh <laughs> 
Did you see that that uh, that that Twitter picture that was floating around where somebody's like the stadium controllers are already in uh, Goodwills? <laughs> are they really? Yes. That's oh. the guy was like, that's how you know something's dead. It's already in Goodwill. <laughs> okay, so I played about two hours of Destiny two. I played one round of PUBG and fucking won it. And I played the demo for Immortals Phoenix Rising and played all the way through it. I have a flawless Stadia experience, and I can happily pack that up and say. I did the stadia, and I can be done. Undefeated, undefeated in PUBG Stadia I'm Edition. Undefeated in PUBG on Stadia Edition. And it played flawlessly. I never had any hiccups or anything. I was very happy with it. So, God bless Stadia. All right, somebody tell me about this Fortnite Season 6 that adds animals, crafting, Laura Croft, and Neymar, says The Verge. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, so really, it's just... Um what i said a, a new season is upon us <laughs> soccer uh, player in, in, yes soccer i think so Neymar. i'm gonna get down to that <laughs> is this another fifa covered bullshit where it's like the same messy one in every cover so legacy like, edition Neymar <laughs> legacy edition <laughs> messy on every one of them like did you see the ea play where they had like 15 fucking fifas it's like why am i going yeah. back to fifa 15 i guess it's there is content but I'm, like, I'm looking at the bottoms like fifas all across the whole thing I'm like so, so I've, covered, I've covered this before yes there's been many improvements since FIFA 15, but I have attachment to certain teams. Like I can go back, I can go back to that MLB 05 and play as a certain Braves roster that I really love. So I, I do get where that that year roster comes in. That's my defense. I really don't defend it. That's just what I had in mind. Absolutely not. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry, Brian. Continue your story. <laughs> Jim Ryan wouldn't play it. Uh, yeah. Who would want to play that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I think, yeah, it says this is season six and they're dubbing it, um, Fortnite primal. And just like Richard said, they're adding, um, things like animals. Uh, and of course they'll have, uh, this new, you know, completely new event. Wolf, like from one of those (laughs) Disney movies, right? Yeah. Be Uh, careful. It says primal. Cesar is going to have you buying it in a GameStop on Black Friday for $15. Because he says it's out of print. (laughs) It's out of print. I got a copy. We all bought copies. (laughs) I got a silk copy. This isn't Far Cry primal. This is Fortnite primal. Fortnite primal. Uh, Let's see. What do the animals do? It says says that they just roam the island now. Um, Also, there's like... uh, a new crafting mechanic where players can build uh, weapons um, like bows and I guess some, some other little things here and there hunt the wildlife. Um, You're describing the game that Cesar made us buy at GameStop on Black Friday. (laughs) Pretty much (laughs) along with, you know, a bunch of new, you know, cosmetic items and things like that. But along, alongside that, they did announce uh, another crossover um, with, uh, Tomb Raider, they're going to have Laura Croft in there. Uh, Raven from Teen Titans. <laughs> <laughs> which is, it's kind of odd that they just threw her in there. Um, it's like a then, mad lib of yeah. characters. And then they say, at some point in the future, Brazilian soccer player, or Brazilian soccer star, Neymar. So, yes. Sure. It's, it's a lot of I don't know. It seems like they're just kind of throwing everything they got and seeing what sticks. Uh, I mean, they've put Kratos in there. They've put Master Chief in there. 
They've got Laura Croft in there. Now they've got animals, and I don't know if they're crossing them at all. Um, like crossbreeding? No, like crossing the animals. the animals. No, if they're crossing the animals. I mean, because you got to build all these tools and stuff, too, and, and yeah. you know. Crisscross will make you jump, jump. <laughs> Uh, and then along with this, uh, or it might have been, I think it might have been the same day. It might have been the day before, but they did announce uh, new Joy Cons as well coming out. Fortnite, uh, Fortnite themed Joy Cons uh, with a uh, blue and a yellow colored Joy Con. Um, they are. These I believe look they good. were seventy. They, I, I don't mind the colors. They actually look pretty good. They're seventy nine ninety nine. There's nothing. Me. There's nothing Fortnite related to them, right? They're just blue and yellow. No, they're look, blue. They're blue and yellow. Banana, um, banana, banana face on the yellow. Look at the oh, banana. I see yeah. that fucking banana. It's got the yeah. It's got the <laughs> banana face on there. They'll be available June fourth. Um, they include the uniquely designed. Uh, yellow and blue Joy-Con, 500 V-Bucks, and mm-hmm. a download code uh, for in-game cosmetics. Fortnite, and, man. Fortnite is something else. And you can play them for, I don't know, maybe six months, and then you'll have Drift. Yeah. I don't have any yet to have Drift. I haven't, ex- I haven't really experienced any. I've had to fix a couple Joy-Cons for some people I know. Um... My son's Switch Lite experienced a little drift, but upon oh, no, that's the nightmare. Upon uh, just getting some isopropyl alcohol and cleaning it out a little bit and letting it sit, it was fine. Hasn't had a problem since. So. I need to do that with my my Series X A button sticks, and I'm like, okay, this controller is like two weeks old. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Dude, it's just it's just dust that gets in there. That's all, that's yeah. what causes it. Yep. I know that's what it is. So nothing is infallible. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot some alcohol in there. It's just frustrating because I have like I have an Atari Jaguar controller that still works. So it's like, all right, but why can't I have something from two weeks ago that still functions like it did? Mm-hmm. I do have a couple dozen hours on Halo of Halo on it though, so. Uh, next up, I'll take the next one. Keeping up with our Stadia theme tonight. Brant, thank you for building the Stadia news. Super Bomberman R Online is coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC as a free-to-play title. That's awesome. This comes from uh, the one and only Romano Kamasau from Gamatsu. Uh, Konami will release Super Bomberman R Online for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, v- and PC via Steam. I was like, PC via Steam? As a free-to-play title with cross-platform play support, the company announced... Uh, more information is coming soon. First launched on Stadia in September 2020, Super Bomberman R Online brings back the eight Bomber Brothers and others as a 64-player online battle royale. So if you liked the Switch uh, launch title and want to play even larger amounts of players and play it online, you no longer are com- uh, confined to searching for a Stadia controller or Goodwill like Cesar did yep. and yep. hacking your Chromecast. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was the worst part of Stadia is trying to get that fucking Chromecast set up. It took like three hours to get it to. I had to like it came as a Stadia. It came in the box, and I still had to like hack it to be a Stadia Chromecast. It just. What do you expect, man? It's a fucking Google product. Yeah, but they had every chance in the world to make this the most kick-ass thing. 
Like nope. I even tried it out. I mean, I tried it out for free. Let's let's be honest. Yeah. They sent it to me for free, but look at the end of the day, they didn't put a B and put an ADA at the end of it in front of this. This yeah. is this is what cost them. And and some of the stories that have come out since then is is people were saying this should be a beta. Like we should launch this as a beta, and they were like, no, let's just go ahead straight ahead, full product launch, all that kind of stuff. And they weren't ready for it. Get people, you know, get people wanting it, which is weird because you know Google is built off betas i mean i had to apply to get a gmail account when i got my first gmail account like 20 years ago i remember that no it wasn't given out you had to fucking uh, you sent me one point. you yeah. sent me mine yeah. you had to know somebody yeah. i got in and I had, you have to like invite somebody to get in there before we went live so i'm like i don't know where they dropped the ball at i mean they invented that it's just Same like google with... plus oh god <laughs> I, they did that shit with google plus as well <laughs> I still get like notifications from whatever that Google, but is it Google Plus, which was like their share, like their Facebook thing or whatever? Yeah, it was thing. their attempt to be a social network. I, I used to get notifications still from my like, last year, like, hey, this page is kind of dead. I was like, yeah, you killed it. I'm like, why are you sending me emails about it? I'm like, who didn't turn off notifications on this thing? So I'm like, who uses this? What do you uh, mean? Facebook was invited only like that too. I think Cesar added me at Clayton State. We were part of the Clayton State network that's how you had to get in you had to be part of a school oh, or yeah, something. yeah because it was a uh, yeah it was college based at the time yeah yeah and oh man i'm old man <laughs> we are bring this stuff up man maybe <laughs> everybody can join this stuff willingly i have to sit there and give out invitations from there and do backroom dealings to get in there so i'm like yep <laughs> but <laughs> like we were on the ground level for a lot of this stuff like think like, about think about entertainment speak easy like, i was in there speak easy <laughs> hey you got some of that facebook invite hey hook me up <laughs> hey man yeah, man, I got, I got, because I, I mean, I think the the Gmail one was like ten invites. You only do like ten people. It wasn't like you just. It give was out. ten. Yeah. yeah, there was a limit. <laughs> I was like, I had to sit there careful. Like, do I want to invite this Joker? Use one of my ten invites. I was like, damn. I ain't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna eat up part of my supply. Yeah. Then I invited myself right. and made a second account. That's why I got two Gmail <laughs> accounts that are like twenty years old. <laughs> The OGs, and now we're nofodcast at gmail.com. Send your corrections to Brant at nofodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, like like for me, it's like uh, I have my official, like my my work based Gmail for like you know anything that's official. Because mine's the the, the Nipponi G zero with the ones y'all uh, lovingly call nipple cheese, and then I have a um, and then I have one that is like my last name and my first initial. And then it gets confused with other people that has the exact same thing as me, but may have like different attributes to there. And I'm getting their emails like, "You purchased something in Spain." I'm like, well, I'm looking it up like, this, "I didn't purchase nothing in Spain." And it's like a capital C at the where it wasn't at. It's like it's like small differences, but I'm getting like receipts for stuff that they purchased. Like, you're invited to this wedding. I was like, and I clicked on it, and it, it mapped me from Georgia all the way to like some place in Spain. Like, you'll get there in 72 hours. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, how's this even getting to me? I'm like, <laughs> I'm just that's your chance. Why. It's your chance to be an intercontinental wedding crasher. Go to the you can go. <laughs> go to Here's the, my invite, bitch. Yeah. You send go, me Gmail. Go to the motherland, go to Spain. It's like, hey, it's telling me to go here, so let me in. <laughs> Google Google deemed it. Yeah, Gmail said so. <laughs> yeah. So you know I'm that's why I'm here. Wedding, Who needs wedding invite? <laughs> oh only the internet. What an age we live in. Uh, let's end on a super, super happy note. This last bit, uh, Sony is going to continue their play at home um, initiative that they started last year with a couple games and continued this year with Ratchet and Clank. 
but they have 100% upped the ante. This is from March 25th to April 22nd, and these are some damn good games. I think the average Metacritic Metacritic was like 86 or something on these games. So, um, I mean, we've gotten some of these with PlayStation Plus, but these are going to be available for everyone. No PlayStation Plus required. Uh, some of them will require PlayStation VR, but that may sell them a couple of VRs here and there. Actually, if you, and just a note, if you've gotten this from PlayStation Plus, go back and re-download these because the PlayStation Plus ones are only as good as if you have the um, yeah. subscription. These ones yeah, you keep forever. True. So It's true. Go ahead and get these licenses. Uh, these games are, of course, Res Infinite, which will have the VR adaptation included. I didn't see that anywhere in the article. I th- it's optional, so but yeah. it's not required. So the, it, it is gonna it's built into the game. So yes, Res Infinite, incredible game. Uh, Abzu, The Witness, Enter the Gungeon, Subnautica, and then here's your PlayStation VR titles. Moss, which I'm very excited to get. I do not own this yet. Astrobot, Rescue Mission, uh, one of Brant's games of the year last year. Was that Brant's game of the year last year? Mm, it was it up was, there. It was in there, but it. it it actually might have been. Yeah, I think it was way. I think it was your number one. Yeah, I remember it being the That's last. That's a damn good game. Yeah. It, was a, it was so good. You got to right. play it. You got to play it. It's it's up on my list. Uh, Paper Beast, which doesn't seem that old to me. Paper Beast. I'm sorry. That's not plural. It's singular. No, and it's Thumper, which has a PlayStation VR mode. All, all I remember from Paper Beast is that, you know, the guy created another world, created Paper Beast. And it's, it scared me from playing that game because I can never get past the second scene screen. That monster running after you? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Man, I don't either. What I do you do? The animation of it just jump like the little slime thing just biting my foot, and then it's me dropping over, dying instantly. I, I don't get it. I get the cool thing where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm riding this thing, and it spins me around, and now I'm in another world. I'm like, all right, cool. I got it on my board. Run to the next screen, and the slime the thing bites me. Instant death. I thought What's it was that? just me. Nope. It's like Prince of Persia, but it sucks. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say it sucks to me, but I don't know how to play it. No, it sucks. Saying, That's two of us now. Two of us can't play Another World. I'm going to say I can't play it because I was proven wrong with uh, Bug Snacks. I enjoyed Bug Snacks, even though I initially thought it sucked. And then when I, and I went through it, I was like, let me give it a chance. So I, this could be the same thing with Another World. Don't get me wrong. I have 85 versions of Another World. I think I have it on the Switch and all that. But I'm like, because I'm like, every time I look at it, like, ah, I should give this game a try again. You know, and I'm back in there and I die the very beginning. I'm like, why did I buy this shit? You know? The beast Ooh. jumps off the thing and fucking destroys me, and I'm dead. I'm like, all right, this this is this game, fine. I don't get and then it. I'm like, then I'm like, I'll I'll outsmart it. I'll go back to the first screen, and here it is, it's like hauling ass coming after me on the first screen. I'm like, fuck this game. God bless. Uh, you'll go ahead. God bless another world. Get on everything yes. in the Dreamcast. Uh, stay tuned this weekend for Brant's live stream of Another World. From the, the thing uh, bites me on the toe, and I fucking give up. Yep. Have yep. you played it before? No. All right, we just summarized it, so that's what you'll experience. <laughs> yeah. I want to. I want to see you going blind and see how far you get. <laughs> you got to find a free version somewhere. I, I think they're like the Switch one has been on sale for like a dollar twenty-four or something like that at some point. Oh. But it's like I don't know. I, I think because if we told you to, you know, if it's ten bucks and we told you to buy it, I think you would be very pissed at us. I could be wrong. You could be like, this clicks. It never clicked for me. But yeah. I mean, I, I think I played it. What was the original console game on? Was Genesis? I, I played it on the Genesis, and I, I never clicked from me there. It's like a Mega game or something, right? And I think I had it on like uh, 3DO or something. I think the first time I played it was Genesis. I think okay. that was when I first time I played it. And then I hated. I'm not saying I hated. I sucked at it then. And Brent, I played it every. <laughs> Brent, it's one of those like uh, Prince of Persia or Flashback or something like that. 
or uh, Oddworld maybe. Maybe Oddworld made it a little bit more loose than this, mm-hmm. but it's a 2D platformer with extreme consequences <laughs> right off the oh. rip. Do 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 do. Uh, another big piece of news is that you'll be able to get Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition from April 19th to May 14th. So that'll be the next stretch after all of these games, uh, which in and of itself is an incredible game. I don't think I have a digital copy of this, so that'll be awesome. Wait, does it come with it? Doesn't come with our PS5 games, does it? So if you have a PS5, definitely download this title. Yeah, it does not it's, come with that not on instant there. collection. Yeah. Another good one. Uh, is that all of our news? That's it. For now, until next Finally, week. yes. No more news for an hour and 48 minutes. We did it this week. <laughs> uh, this was a 40-minute news section. <laughs> and now, for your weekly Halo update, brought to you by not me, Cesar. <laughs> I still brought by you. I, I was just a passenger on the train. You came okay. on board and played some action sack with us. And ride it. Come on, the train. Sorry. There's that. Did you have a good time playing action sack, sir? Um, this is We have this conversation every time I join. And it's always, yeah, it was fun until muskets or whatever that bull, bull <laughs> S-mo that it's not fun. <laughs> so, All like, shotguns. More, that one was fine. I think the one that aggravated me was the one where it was a Fiesta. And Fiesta. I, you have and constantly just, rotating weapons. But it constantly rotated me dumb weapons that yep. I'm, I'm not good at. And it's like that I never happens. got the rockets. And I'm like, I, I just don't know. It's just me dropping down. I mean, it was like for, for that whole night, it was like at least it wasn't me complaining because normally I'm complaining at some point. I don't remember complaining that often. I just I was like, mm, this sucks. Okay. Okay, so here's how mine. That and the, the stupid lasers, man. I hate lasers. <laughs> All right, I got my I got my Xbox. I'm leaned back. I'm like Cesar's in here. He's just gonna join the party. We'll see how he does. And then Cesar's above me at the end of the at the end of the match, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta focus. I spend way too much time playing this game to have Cesar finish in front of me. <laughs> well, what was funny is like when we started it, you you. You had I was still messing around with um, the Elgato, and I think uh, when you, when I joined you guys, I was on PC. That's right. And it, for whatever reason, I could hear you guys, but you couldn't hear me until I plugged in the headset. And that, that's when I told you I was it, what I was missing, and I accidentally typed in Halo Twenty Three instead of Halo Three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and y'all gave me hell on that one. You're like, we're waiting for the next Halo to come out, and you're already waiting for Twenty Three to download. I'm like, hey, you just want infinite. You're already jumping ahead to 23. <laughs> I was like, it's on the keyboard, man. I hit two on accident. Because I think when I tried to join, it's like, you don't have Halo 3. And it kicked me out immediately when you guys yeah. started. I was like, okay. And then I jumped on the uh, the Series X needed a 10 gig update. And I was like, oh, and then I jumped on the Series S one over here. And I was like, all right. And then we just played on the Series S. Yeah. I remember I, I updated on the Series S before. So now it's updated on all my con. All, everything. I can play Halo on everything now. Your Master Chief uh, Three different TVs if I wanted to. It could just be me in a room playing against myself. Okay. That might help with achievements. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, yeah, outside of that, man, just like like you said, I mean, you, I just play Jaws Rotation. is your thing. So, but like my point of view on this, it's always, it's, it's, it's enjoyable. So, it's fine. Yeah. Even with the bad shit. Fun with friends. Even, yeah, even when it sucks. And you got to do, uh, you got to do a Hellbringers on Chill Run, which was like our, that's our favorite mode, our favorite map. 
Yeah, is that the one where you all were doing like totem and just stacking up? Yeah. Money? And then like you kept you kept asking me to do that. I was like, no, I ain't doing that. We're just gonna all die together. I, I stayed away from that. Jump on there, finish the totem. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. We're all gonna die. And then you all died. I was like, this, I'm here trying to survive. So Brant, what we do is if we're holding a room and the and the, the enemy oh, team is trying to take the room, we're all stacked up on each other in a corner. Like we just. <laughs> That's all her. Get on the total pole. Get the top. I'm like, what the? I was like, what is happening? No, we're all gonna die. <laughs> well, then they figure out where we are, right? So then we switch to another corner. We do the same thing, and we see them come through a portal, and they're like looking in the wrong corner. We just lay into them, and then we've had a couple rounds where they start, they start doing it. It's like, oh shit! <laughs> caught on. Yeah. The totem defense. Oh man, Halo's greatness. Uh, I don't have a lot to add on to the usual Halo stuff. Russell and I, we started diving into... So there's, like, Master Chief Collection does challenges. So they have seasonal stuff, which I guess, like, Fortnite and all this stuff started. But they have seasonal challenges. They have weekly. And the weekly will include, like, complete certain campaign missions and uh, do certain PvE missions and PvP and certain things like that. So one of the things we found on PvP, and I've got probably a 1,000 hours minimum in Master Chief Collection at this point, and there, there are some hardcore uh, original Halo uh, two on two that you can play. So this is no radar, first crucible. to fifty. What they call the yeah, basically, that's what the pre, <laughs> the bungee version of that is. But it's two v two. You start off with the assault rifle and the pistol, and it's the first to fifty. And we won the. We had to win two of them to get this seasonal unlock or whatever it was it was just xp and like we call them halo bucks it's just what you can use to spend for cosmetics the and we got the yep and we got the first one immediately and then we went zero and three on the next ones and they were always super competitive so it was like 50 to 49 or 50 to 48 so it was always competitive but it's just like damn it we're so close me and russell and we, we just can't crack it uh we also saw one that was They'll have weird conditions, like, and this is the fun part, because we've all beat the Halo campaigns. I think Cesar and I played through Halo 1 through 4 together, even though he didn't beat Halo 1. And one, I'll never beat it. I will refuse to beat Halo 1. We're going to beat it on the stream. I'll be Halo Reach, I'll be Halo 2, be Halo 3, be Halo 4, be Halo 5, and then I'll be like, I'm never going to be Halo 1. That's always going to be my uh, my Hall of Fame of never done. That's your you, true Halo Infinite, is never when, beat this. When when I pass on to the afterlife, it's gonna show my achievements in gaming, and that's gonna be that one video, just me watching that one video again where I died in from the grenade, and I'd fully never beat Halo One and never knew that joy of beating Halo One. That's fine. At least it's not you trying to pass over to the afterlife and then blowing up before you can cross them, <laughs> like your Halo One ending. Oh, here, dude, wanted... yeah, here, dude, watch this. Watch your Halo highlights. I was like, I, I, I guess, I guess that's what happens when I, when I pass on Halo highlights. You have to do this for an eternity. No, I'm in hell. I didn't make it. Hey, at least your hell, your hell is just playing a double dragon with me. So, <laughs> you just come in the room. I'm in there. It's like, yeah, the other controller, bitch. <laughs> no, it's option B. Yeah, he's like, why is there no option A? Why is there only B on this? <laughs> or what if I go first? What if I go first and then I'm stuck in the Nintendo waiting for you? And then it's like, I don't know what's happening. And then you show up and I'm like, fuck. No, if I go first, it's, uh, it's Double Dragon. If you go first, it's another world, and it's just me watching you die at the same point I die at. <laughs> Wait, how come your hell is a game you enjoy, and my hell is a game is both games I hate? <laughs> That's how it works. Why do you get a more favorable hell? Uh, <laughs> I enjoy me some Double Dragon. I'm not playing. <laughs> All right, Brant, what's, what's your gaming hell? 
You've not oh, made it. Gosh. You you got a grenade <laughs> thrown in you as you cross over, so now you're in hell. What do you yeah. what do you have to play? Oh my gosh. Oh my gaming hell. I mean, I'm trying Brent, to. I'm, as Brent thinks about it, I can't. I don't think of when have I negatively said anything on the show about a, a game. I'll yep, that's all right. I'm giving you a hell. Are you ready? Yes. You cross over, and I'm there, and I hand you a 64 controller, and you're like, okay, that's not so bad. And you fire up the 64, and it's the Banjo Kazooie trivia oh, game. Oh fuck that! If yeah, it's, it's yeah. The board game over and over again. I never beat that game. I know. Yeah, sure. Hell. I don't understand <laughs> eternity. I'm sitting here like doing roulette things on Google trying to figure out how to cheat my weight. I never beat that game because of that fucking board game. That was bullshit. That's welcome to hell. <laughs> that was like, that was just fluff. That was fluff at the end. It's like, I, I, oh my God, no, I'm mad now. <laughs> What's Brant got? What are we going to get? My, we know my, Brant pretty well. My hell is either going to be, uh, I get handed the controller and get, get told I get to play Crash Bandicoot for an eternity. <laughs> But it, but but it's With a but it's only, but it's only bit. no, but it's only uh, it's about Crash Four. It's about time, or all time, <laughs> or I get told that I can, I get put in um, the VR headset, and they put Resident Evil Seven on that bitch, <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and the catch is. The headset is like gorilla glued to my face, so no matter what I do, I can't get out of the bitch. That's good. That and would be the worst. Walk. No, you can't, get, can't get up and around. I'm just in a fetal position with like vomiting, <laughs> <laughs> and that crazy bitch coming into the kitchen to stab me. I'm like, no, stop. That's a true hell. I mean, for That's me, it would rough. just be Resident, Resident Evil Four, and I can never save the president's uh, daughter. So, oh, you're they just, always take her away. You're just stuck in that escort mission loop. Save Ashley. Save Ashley. It's like 85 <laughs> priests just taking her. I'm like, no matter what I do, they're just taking her. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't care about you anyways. <laughs> I, I still have my PS2 save. I think that's where I stopped. I haven't played it since that day. I, every time I try to start it up, I can never get past the beginning because it's like I got so, so far in that game, in that stupid castle with the, and they keep taking Ashley away. Save the president's daughter. I'm like, <laughs> what would be mine besides. Double Dragon. What would I get stuck with? What do I rant about? <laughs> I like a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you, you're. I mean, that's what I said. Me and you are similar. Where there's a, there's not much that we hate. You know, I hate Banjo Kazooie. Mine'll be, mine'll be a imperfect display. Like they'll sit me down, and it'll be something I want to play, and I'm like, hell yeah. And it'll be uh, warped at the edge, or cut off, or something's off, and it just, it just drives my OCD up the wall nonstop. I can never let it go. Here's here's what would be both of y'all's. I mean, you both have <laughs> your perfect collection, everything that you've ever wanted. It's all there. You have okay. no consoles to play because you're still waiting for the damn Poly Mega. Oh, <laughs> Brent, Brent, this is a this is a fantasy exercise. This isn't real life. You have to. This is a this is a theoretical hell. This isn't a real life thing. You can't That's you can't bring it around I mean, to what we're actually. You may already doing. be there. You may already be there, bro. Hey, yeah, that are it's, it's me and Richard with a console each, and we're all in the room, waiting room for Battleborn. We can't join because the servers are all down. Battleborn. <laughs> I saw uh, I saw it at that Walmart this past week. Yes, I saw that so copy too. There. It was like six bucks. Did you get one? No, Brad, pick it up. We all need to steal copies. Buy this game that no, I can't no longer play. 
The next take oh, we six dollars and just throw it in the trash can. It's pretty much a comment in the chat. <laughs> got a comment in the chat. Want to become famous? Buy followers, primes, and viewers. Should oh, we click this okay. link? Sure, no. it can't be Big malicious. Follows.com is going to take you to a non-porn site, apparently. Yeah, Big Follows. Oh, I heard follows. you like some Big Follows. Bigfellows.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't look at the URL closely enough. It's You just looked at the, 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 the text. All right, so on Gaming Hill, and then we'll wrap it up and go to go back to whatever the hell was we were talking about. We'll go so, plays where we're at, and we're in the middle of games play. I literally had a dream last night. I was having a Halo party, a Halo Land party, which you guys have both attended numerous times. And people start showing up, and I have nothing set up. And I'm super excited for it. I don't know what happened. I don't have anything out. And then so all of a sudden, I have like 16 people just milling around, and I have nothing set up, and nobody's doing anything. I have no TVs. I have no Xboxes. I have nothing going. <laughs> this happened last night. Oh, it's. I mean, it was random. Woke up in a cold sweat, huh? We, we know random. We know your your real hell is just you're forced to play the only game ever that you loved, which is Siren. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that face says it all. <laughs> I could make something out of it. So here's the thing with Siren. What I was thinking about when we brought it up earlier. I look at our YouTube video, our, like, 18 seconds per frame. It was bad. It was so bad. Nope. And it's still on there. It's still there. You could watch us play Siren in 18 seconds per frame. I, I got you now. You yeah. Uh, you have your console, P, PC, whatever. No matter what you have, you have multiple versions of this. All right, go ahead. Bring it. You can only play uh, Souls-based games. I've never played one, so maybe I learned to like them. No, I did play. No, you did, and you said, fuck this game. Yeah, I tried to go up the stairs, and this thing killed me. I was like, fuck this game. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a skeleton. I I remember you you only have Souls games, and you only have Monster Hunter games from the PSP. Oh. (laughs) You're there with me. You're there with me with the Monster Hunter games. I just remember remember you playing the Souls uh, demo on uh, Switch, and you're like, you're just making fun of just Look, I'm just swinging around. I'm not doing (laughs) anything. Just like swing attacking. (laughs) And then you got up to the one guy and you just died instantly. Like I don't get it. <laughs> uninstall. I did the un. I did the unfriend, it's unfollow, like, like, mute, unsubscribe. It's like uh the, the trifecta. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like uh somebody just took the another world and just remade it in, in 3D and just gave it to you. That's what the Souls games are. <laughs> okay, since we're since we're sharing hell, Cesar. Yeah. When we get to leave Double Dragon, which was my hell, then we both get Monster Hunter on PSP, uh, and we're just sitting there, we're just sitting there cooking stuff around the fire. Like, what are we doing? I still, I, we had this conversation. I have 85 versions of Monster Hunter, and I still haven't figured out how to play this game. Every time it comes out a new one, it's like, oh, I'll think I'll try it again. I know the Switch one's coming out later this month. It's, I'm gonna have it. It's gonna be like, oh, I maybe should try this again after an hour. It's like, I wanted to buy this for, but put, put it on the shelf, never play again. Monster Hunter Resay. <laughs> Uh, what else did I play besides Halo with Cesar? I did the new hardcore or the newly found hardcore mode. Uh, I played a, a few more maps on Need for Speed Hot Pursuit remastered. That is now $20 digital. And I've mentioned this before, like I would almost pay to have this just where I could take the disc out and I just have this game on my PS5 all the time. It's just so much fun to just fire up that game and just play like one or two challenges and then dip out and do something else. They, it's not even a drip feed. Every challenge, no matter what metal you get, it seems like you're unlocking a car or you're unlocking the next map or you're unlocking the next challenge. And it's never the same thing. 
like one time I get a new car and it may be like a Lamborghini or it may be a new cop car. It's a new uh, Porsche 911 uh, cop car that, that they need me to deliver. So I have to get it from start point A to point B without like running into guardrails and stuff. That'll, that'll damage the car and hurt my score. And then the very next round, I'm trying to avoid the cops. And the very next round, it's just a regular street race. And it's just, man, it's just nonstop Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. It's, it's always something different. Uh, nothing old school. No Cat Mario. I talked my family out of playing that because we couldn't handle it this week. You got to gauge uh, when you can handle the Cat Mario challenges. You needed a break. You need to let it air out a little bit, huh? <sighs> We may not make it together. Maybe branching off and trying to beat that one on my own. <laughs> We're not going to make it with all four of us. I challenge anybody to play that four player. It's uh, it's something else. I had a hard enough time doing single player and I beat it. So Ooh, I don't I count struggled the, with three. Yeah. yeah before, before you finish, are we all buying digital copies of uh the Mario uh 3D All Stars before he dies forever? Do I need a digital copy? I've got a I've got two carts. I've got a sealed cart. I don't know, man. I was thinking about getting a sealed cart. I I got I got a sealed cart too, but I I was like I might just get the digital copy since it seems like maybe Nintendo might figure out what to do with digital stuff now. It seems like it. On that note, you have that leaving, and you have the excuse me the game and watch also, right? Yes. And we all have one. I have a European spare, but I have seen those everywhere. So I'm wondering. I'm waiting until the end of the month to see if those start going crazy because I know where there's a whole freaking shit ton of them. So y'all keep me y'all keep me posted on that one. Uh, did I play anything else? I feel like I downloaded I downloaded a couple of those Game Pass things, but uh, any of my free time's been Halo and Need for Speed. So uh, oh, uh, Need for Speed. I should have noted it got a PS5 and Xbox Series X update. And I can't really tell that much of a difference because I'm playing on OLED and it almost seems like that kind of offsets whatever I might have seen before because it just it still looks amazing. And I was playing on PS4 Pro and it looked incredible. So I don't really notice any major difference. It's still that great running game that it always has been. It doesn't seem like it's 120 frames per second or anything. I don't think that was included in it. But uh, Hot Pursuit, man, that's a good fucking game. I want to play it now. I, I, it's it has filled a need for me for like any type racing game. Like there's nothing I really want to buy. I may get Gran Turismo just to see how it looks or see if we like we get a prologue or a demo or something like that. I definitely want to try it out. But I know if I'm going to be playing a racing game, it's going to be an arcade racer like this. And Hot Pursuit is just awesome. Yeah, like so, the, like the Horizons of the Dirts. So neither one of those has hit me. Like I downloaded Dirt Five for Game Pass, and it nothing about that makes me want to keep playing it. It it doesn't do what Hot Pursuit does, and that's a remaster of a game from 2010 is when that came out, 2011. So highly, highly recommend. It's twenty dollars right now on PSN. Definitely go get Hot Pursuit, and that is all my games played. Well done, sir. I'm done. <laughs> Mine's going to be real short. Um, most of you mine. You played Another World. I played every version of Another World, and I'm now uh, Tensai of the uh, Another World now. Should we just um, watch? Should we just watch a playthrough? I'm starting to lean in that direction. Like, I'll just watch somebody beat this game for six hours. I just want to see if I can play it for an hour. You I don't can. even want to be it, beat it. I just want to play for an hour. You can play it for an hour. 
not me down at the same point for now, but uh, that's what you're insinuating it. But but no, most of most of my most of my weekend was like I had built this uh, fancy computer desk uh, for work related reasons. Yeah, I mean it. Their work is there, but um, <laughs> it, it does both. Let's put it that way. I'm not gonna go into it because I I don't want to say it's not, but like I have my work computer set up here, and then I have my personal computer. And I have everything set up to KVM switches. So depending on what I'm doing at the time, I just hit the KVM switch and then everything. I got three monitors. Nice. Uh, I did. I don't know if I mentioned this on the previous podcast. I probably didn't. Um, I did pick up a Series S. I think I sent something to Richard. I sent him a text like, I bought it. Target pickup. Let's see what happens. And then they fulfilled the order. I went down there and I got it. I said, oh. just wait. It's going to be less than <laughs> I said. It's going to be less than two hours. You get a confirmation, right? And it's, it's tiny as hell. It's sitting on my desk right here, on my streaming desk, and it's like I got it sitting straight up, and it's it's small, man. That's awesome. Uh, got it right next to my computer, which uh, I, as I told Richard, I, I took out the CPU and dropped in the new CPU in there, a faster CPU. I went Ryzen from my AMD Ryzen 5 to a 7. I've been very productive this week. Uh, to make a long story short, and it does not compute in my gaming. Uh, I didn't play that much game. Blows. Which I played. We lost you for a minute. You went on mute Saturday for night. some reason. Um, outside of that, I think the only thing I've really dabbled in, most of everything I've played, I dabbled in. Um, I think the only thing I've really dabbled in was uh, Persona 5 Royal, Royale. Uh, but I didn't, maybe, I only got like three hours into it. And I do notice that at the very beginning, um, the extra content, because there was some stuff, I, I don't know if I was going to remember it, because it's been three years since I played the Persona 5. And I was like, so far everything went along like the way I remembered it. But right. at the very beginning level where they do the tutorial, they introduce a new character already. Okay. So I was like, okay, I started uh, recognizing stuff that was different already. I was wondering what that was because people said, hey, if you've never played it before, just play this one. Don't go back to the original. So I wondered from somebody who had played both what the differences were. That? I wondered because... Reviews said, hey, play this one. You definitely want to play the newest one if you've never played any of them. So I always wondered from somebody who had played both, like what the major differences was, if it was worth trying to go through that, that kind of thing. Yeah, we lost you, Cesar. You're not here. Uh-oh. Cesar, we lost you. No, for whatever reason, Scott decided to move my sound to uh, my Yeti speak, uh, Yeti microphone for whatever we heard that's what we heard you do at some point yeah yeah so for whatever reason i guess when i touch something it it reset the usb or something like that when i was kicking stuff around all right what i was saying about persona 5 royale is i had read that that was the definitive way to go like definitely start with this one if you've never played it before so you you notice an intro a difference right off the introduction well they they introduce a new character and she um she kind of helps the main character in battle um, and but you don't know her name, and she's interacted with the main character, but she hasn't interacted with the rest of the team. So it's kind of like they it's something that could have happened on the side so far that has not interacted with the main story from the previous game. From what I've read online, the the original Persona 5 is the canon one. That's the one that, that Strikers, the one that just came out with, takes place after the original Persona 5. It does not take place after this uh, Royal uh, edition. Supposedly. Is that the true canon? Know. Is that like the true sequel? Uh yes yeah the, I guess the royal the royal edition is just something extra 
So I, I don't know. It's kind of confusing on how they they decide these timelines and everything. But that's what, I think. Yeah, what is it? I thought it was like a director's cut, but then somebody's like, it's a whole new game, and I'm like, okay, whatever. It's, it's like ten or fifteen hours of new content out in there. You get a new character. I'm just not sure how the new character interacts with the team. It just because that uh. At the beginning, when the main character is only aware of her and nobody else is aware of her, so it's like there's I you have to, it kind of intrigues you like okay here's your new content you have to keep playing to find out what the fuck's going on, and so it like it lets you know right at the beginning so that way you don't lose interest, like you're like oh this place is like the original I'm not sure, I mean the only way you would enjoy it maybe I mean unless you, some people enjoy stuff and can play it over and over again without any length of time but for me it would probably have to be like I don't remember this game too well. All right, and I feel like playing it, and I'll fire it up there. I think that's why I didn't play Persona 5 Royale when it came right. out last year, because was, the other one was still kind of fresh in my mind. Uh, and I'm going through it now, and I'm like, I, I see some I, I see some of the changes in there, but now I'm just going back to where it's going, following the original game. So I, I imagine there's nothing that's really going to change yet until I meet that new character. So, again, because um, I don't even have their name or how they would interact or how that they even meet yet. So that's kind of like the part I'm at. But yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. I mean that's the only thing I really played outside of that Halo with you guys, uh, and uh, Super Donkey Kong Country too. <laughs> the, the, the that we tried. Yeah, but, uh, that was that's it for me this week. Uh, well, my son continued uh, in Uncharted: Drake's Fortune. Uh, he actually finished it. Um, oh, went through, um, what was it? Went through the, like the, the catacomb area, um, came out, had to loop around, go back to the church. Uh, and then eventually, you know, he found the corpse of, um, uh, Mr. Francis Drake. And you have that part where the story turns and gets, you know, supernatural, Mm-hmm. And you have like all those weird creatures, the the guys that have been uh, I don't know possessed or changed by the by the um, El Dorado statue. So <laughs> it was funny because I mean he he completely changed uh, <laughs> when when the gameplay changed and he was like I, I don't I don't know about this anymore. <laughs> like dude, it's not that bad. <laughs> Uh, it was very much one of those, you know, I I don't know if I signed up for this moments, but he went through it. Um, and there was, I'm trying to remember. There was, there was a couple parts that he, he struggled with, but really it it wasn't too bad on him. Uh, and we got to the, yeah, it's so got to the end um beat uh beat navarro and then you know had the had the happy ending and and i you said okay do- <laughs> yes dave navarro <laughs> i'm hung up and, on happy ending <laughs> and i asked him i said so you know would you do you want to take a break do you want to play something else uh or you just want to get into the next one he goes yeah let's go i want to i want to yeah. play the next one yeah so I said, all right, this one is it. This is the game right here. That's uh, good. So it's damn good. I'm trying not to hype it up too much, but I'm like, this this is it. This is it. This is probably between two and two and four are, are my favorite story storylines for Uncharted. So 
you know, he, he started getting into this. I said, all right, because it puts you in that train first thing. What a game, man. What a fucking game. <laughs> I was like, you're going to get used to this train. This train comes up a, a few times in this game, so just get mm-hmm. used to being here. Uh, so he, oh, the you know, train crawl- level. <laughs> the actual train level. Oh, shit. He's in for a oh, treat, man. He comes out. He crawls through. You know, he's going through all the wreckage. Uh, he's... You know, we're talking about how, you know, it's definitely a lot easier to see where you're supposed to go in this one because they, I mean, basically, if you see yellow, you know, you know, that's where it needs you to go. That's what you're going to climb on. Um, They got out. It's almost like they got out of their own way. They got out of you need to find the way to go. And it was more of like, oh, we are guiding this experience. You're along for the ride. Enjoy. Have a blast. Pop popcorn with your girlfriend and tell her it's a movie. Kevin Butler. <laughs> Kevin Butler. Long live Kevin Butler. And somebody hands him a Wii, Wii remote and then he loses his job. Bridgestone. Bridgestone gave him the Wii remote. Play Mario Kart. That's what it was, right? <laughs> yep. So we got, let's see, he he's going through, you know, we met, um, you know, Chloe was introduced as well as... Um, Oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, the Australian fellow. Oh, I can't remember uh, his you're, name. You're breaking into the museum with him, right? Yeah. Gosh, it's gonna it's gonna bother me, but I can't either. remember his name. Um, uh, Dirtbag screwed him over. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler. So yeah, he, he comes to cutter. you as a cutter. <laughs> no, it's not cutter. No, it's not yeah. cutter. Yeah. yeah. Cutter's, Cutter's the English dude. So, up, you know, he comes to you, tells you he's working for this guy, and they're looking for the treasure. Um, they're basically looking for these lost ships that Marco Polo sailed from. Um, uh, the, the, the Harry? Harry Flynn? Flynn. There you yeah. go. Flynn, yeah. Flynn but, Rider. Uh, uh, Chevy Chase is Flynn, but he had a Flynn. This is how old I am. People don't understand my references. I I just went with Errol Flynn, so mine's way older than yours. (laughs) (laughs) From the 30s. At least mine was, what, the late 70s, early 80s, maybe? (laughs) Sorry, Brent. You weren't weren't even uh, an idea in anybody's head yet. My bad. (laughs) Neither were our parents. (laughs) That's hard. (laughs) (laughs) So, the legend... The legend in this one is uh, Kublai Khan gave um, Marco Polo several ships to sail um, back to Italy with. And so he sailed, and on this trip, the majority of the ships were lost. Uh, It was like 13 ships, and then by the time they reached um, Italy, they, they had like three ships. So they were, you know, they were looking for the lost ships. They break into this museum and um, because Flynn comes with with Chloe and they say, hey, we've got this, you know, rich, crazy guy. And he's got all these these journals from Marco Polo and he's having us investigate this. We're having trouble figuring this out and we need to break into this place. And they basically come to this agreement like that, you know, Nate was the person for the job and that we're basically going to find the, the three of them are going to find the ships and kind of dick over the uh, rich guy. So it turns out 
Flynn has his own plans and just plans to screw you over. You're going to be the scapegoat and you get, uh, basically you get incarcerated, uh, because he wants you out of the way while he and his, um, partner, uh, go after, go after the treasure. And you find out that they're after the fabled city of Shambhala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and, was it, wasn't it like Indiana Jones style where they figured out where to go into next and then they incarcerated him? Is well, that like, he, yeah, yeah, well, he yeah, was, they, they light the lamp or something like that and they find out the, the next clue. He yeah, uncovered he, the next step and then they fucked yeah. him. He, he figured out, <laughs> yeah, he, he figured out where, um, gosh, I want to say it was like off the coast of Borneo somewhere that the, the shipwreck was. And you know, came up with the idea of they have the they have the Chintamani stone and they were, you know, carrying it from Shimbala and all, all of this, and that's when Flynn screwed him over. And then so you find out that Chloe wasn't in on that. You know, she didn't know anything about it. So Played she helps Claudia you black masterfully. Yes. But she she helps you and she she's constantly there throughout the game. And, you know, I've, I've been talking to my son. I'm like, these games definitely pay homage to Indiana Jones. And it was funny because Katie was talking to him. Do you see the parallels? You know, there's like a different girl. They're going after a different treasure. You know, yep. he's getting double crossed. And, yep. you know, there's there's all this different imagery and stuff. Things um, in museums. Uh, he got to the point where we are in Tibet and he had to run from the truck. Uh, which yes. is a which is a good part. Crash Bandicoot. And let's see, we we got to the point where we actually ran into, um, Elena again, and you know Nate says they're they're gonna come with us, and that's where we've we've paused right now. So we're awesome. we're in the we're in the city, and what it is is Flynn's uh, partner is this crazy militant uh, Eastern European dude named Lazarevich, who's, I mean, he, you see him in the, in the jungle at some point where he's having his men look for stuff and somebody gets accused of, of taking like artifact from a, uh, a dig site. And he, he just, you know, just straight up stabs him. I mean, there's no like, why did you do this? You know, there's, it, he he just doesn't care. So uh, this he is reminded definitely... me of that the big baddie from uh, Metal Gear Solid Three. He was yeah. just super hardcore. But yeah, like I mean, I can't I can't You're talk about this game enough. This game is so good. I can't You're wait. You're making me want to play Uncharted Two. Uncharted Two is so good. Just like moment I... after moment is so f- much fun. Oh gosh, yeah the the. <laughs> I neglected to bring it up, but I mean, to get to that point, we had to go through the, all the buildings and hotels in Tibet there. And I mean, you have that scene with the, uh, the helicopter and it's blowing up parts of the building oh, and the shooting in at you. Yeah. And, oh, it's such a good game. And there's so many good parts. There are. And I mean, it, it evolved so much from the first one where it was just, 
walk around, kind of explore. Okay, now get into cover and shoot some guys. Okay, now walk over here and look around here. Oh, get into cover and shoot some guys. Okay, now uh, do this puzzle. All right, now get into cover and shoot some guys. Yep. This one's definitely you're you're you know exploring more. There's you know they they introduce that uh, stealth mechanic to where you can go in and you can. Um, if you're careful enough, take out a good bit of people, you know, without even being seen. Um, and it was, it's, it's a definitely, you can see this, this progression of design in the game and it, it translates so well. This game will be timeless. Um, it's in my top. I don't know about top 10. It's in my top 20 easily. Top 25. It's a good ass game. Thing, the other thing that I, I, I played, I actually beat, uh, was Resident Evil 7. Oh, not in VR. Yes. I, in sa- VR. I sat down. How was it in VR? Oh, it was horrible in VR. <laughs> Nearly vomited. Uh, <laughs> so Nearly. I had talked about right had, had talked about last week how I had beat uh, Marguerite and now um, the crazy son Lucas. Uh, had gotten Zoe and Mia and had some activities for me to do. So I had to go through, uh, get some key cards, found a, a happy birthday tape that I had to pop in the VCR and do, um, which gave me some hints, like you said, for a uh, activity that I would do a little later on in the game. And what not to do. <laughs> yeah, what not to do. Uh, then had to go into Lucas's funhouse kind of deal where he's got all these different like tripwire bombs and all this crap. It was like a escape room where you could lose your life. Yeah. And then eventually go through a room where he puts you in a death match with this giant barfing mold creature thing, which I had already found the um, the rocket launcher. Um, so I had, I don't even know if it's technically a rocket launcher. It's like a grenade launcher deal. A launcher, yeah. You can choose change the rounds, like flame rounds or yeah. whatever it is. There are like, rounds. <laughs> yeah. So I had, <laughs> I saved up a couple of those and, uh, I had that with me and I was like, okay. So I jumped down there and just lit him up a couple times and he died. So... Uh, and then I had to like go through that to go, and I, I wound up in the room that I had seen in the videotape that I had done earlier, uh, which let me do that puzzle super easy. Uh, and of course, Lucas is mad that you didn't die, uh, but he just kind of disappears. But not after, uh, drops, not after he drops a bomb on you. Yeah. He drops he drops bomb. that bomb and you you blow up blow up the wall. Oh, literal but, bomb. But uh, but yeah, he he just kind of disappears, uh, and then you get to see uh, and free Zoe and uh, Mia, and Zoe makes the 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 serum to cure them both. Uh, and R- Richard, are you are you gonna play this or do you mind if I just go ahead and? I'm going to play at some point, but you can – I'll unplug my earplugs. You can get a spoiler and well, then just let me know when to come back. 
Well, either that or I, I, mean, I can want just to come go back. non-spoil. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, you know, Jack busts through the wall again as this giant mutant freak monster with all these eyeballs on him. So you have to shoot all the eyeballs off of him after you've thought he's been dead, after you've had, like, two conf- confrontations with him. Um, you shoot him up, shoot all the eyeballs, as per usual, off a lot of these monsters. Old school Resident uh, Evil. Old school Resident Evil. And then you think he's dead, and then he grabs you one more time, and Zoe quickly tells you, hey, shoot him up with the with the serum. So you shoot him up with the serum, and he gets all weird and calcified and is finally done. That, well, and that until, gets... Until you play the DLC, because you have to fight him again. He's not dead. Awesome. Yeah, he, he, they, they never die. <laughs> Sons you, of bitches. You fight, you fight the father again I in the DLC. I hate his family. Yeah, the, I only hate one family. the only one that never shows up again is the mother. But the father oh. and, and then Lucas shows up time and time and time and time. So, uh, I got to the... Uh, what was it? I, I get out, and then you have to make the big choice. Um, I went ahead and went with Mia because I figured that was semi the right choice. Plus, I mean, you don't really know Zoe, and like I said before, I hate this family. She's part of it too. Well, I, and I told you, like the ending with Zoe, you you still is dumb because you still lose Zoe. Yeah. So, like, the the end of Zoe is the true canon ending. That's a DLC. So, if you want to find out what happens to Zoe, you got to play the, the play DLC. The death and that's of based Zoe off, that's based off the, the, the ending where you save Mia. So. Yeah. So, um, you wind up... Yeah, you can put him back on. I'll kind of go spoiler free. And then everybody died. Oh, no! We didn't no! <laughs> no! So you, you wind up finding this giant boat, and that's where Wesker. a good <laughs> Wesker chunk... Wesker showed up. Just got, just yeah, I wish Wesker showed information. up. Wesker shows up and starts killing I assumed everybody. this. <laughs> so that's where a, a good chunk of the rest of this game takes place, is in, uh, is in this boat, and it gives you a good bit of backstory. The uh, <laughs> the uh, it gives you a good bit of backstory uh, to what's what's been going on because I mean really at this point you don't you just know that this family's weird there's something going on that you, like you don't really understand it's I mean you assume it's kind of your standard Resident Evil bioweapon stuff but you don't you have Ethan, your character Ethan, and you as the player don't really know anything about about this whole situation. So being able to play through this part of the ship, you get um, a lot of backstory, a lot of a lot of the lore, um, a lot of you, you meet uh, Evelyn, which you had mentioned last week, and I said I actually hadn't met her yet, but now, yeah, I know exactly who Evelyn is or Evie. As she's affectionately called, um, which she's creepy as hell. And then after you come out of the boat, you go back into you go into 
The next area is a mine which leads back into the house, which you've, you know, thought you were done with this to begin with. And you go, the whole the whole purpose is obviously to, to get out of here and stop Evelyn because, I mean... Obviously, you you pick up through the through the game that ev- everything's changed with the child, and she's you know they usually call her that girl or the girl or the child or something like that. So you know that she's kind of the the, the focal point of everything going on. So you know you got to stop her by the end of the game. And <laughs> the uh, the part where you're you've got to make this other concoction uh to stop her and you're in that little lab area and all those papers around there uh reading a lot of that stuff like uh from lucas and all all these other things uh there's some there's some good stuff there's some good stuff and definitely one of those things i read that uh lucas was talking about uh it's one of those like oh shit moments uh finkel is einhorn einhorn is finkel Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> so you get, uh, you get through the end, you start, um, you start hearing and seeing, uh, like helicopters overhead. There's, uh, like a radio and you hear some, some chatter over the radio, um, talking about the mines and talking about, um, uh, the house and, and the radio. And it's it's definitely Turn a that shit up. <laughs> it's definitely a company or, or you know some kind of group uh, here to you know do something. They're they're either you know trying to rescue you or you know trying to clean up the mess or whatever. So you wind up fighting through the mines. Of course, there's a bunch of a uh, bunch of these mold monsters waiting around every corner for you, and then you get up to the uh the house again and run through and then you have your final your final boss fight which is it's absolutely crazy and uh then eventually the the game ends with with a little bit of a twist um but it's it's i'm glad i played it and i'm i'm really excited for uh resident evil village considering this takes place i know a little bit after um, I did even start to play the Not a Hero DLC, which very different. Uh, it's very different from well, the rest of the game. What's different about it? What? How does it change it up? It, it gives, uh, you, gives you like time stamps, and it's more mm-hmm. arcadey. It's more like a Resident Evil Five ish. Yeah, yeah. You're you play as one of the military dudes. Um. You you know get kind of more powerful weapons. You you're going back down into the mines. Um, he's got because you know um, he's a little bit stouter. He's you know built for combat, and he's got all this different equipment. He's a little bit um, rough. yeah. He's a little bit rougher, and he's he's tougher too. He's Versus got this ability. <laughs> he's uh he the. What I love doing with him is if if you stagger enemies, you can run up to them and he just punches the shit out of them. Uh, so <laughs> it's nice to be to be able to kind of conserve your ammo that way by staggering one enemy and you can 
punch one and have like a bowling bowling pin effect and yeah. you know um knock them down and the the main antagonist is is lucas because they're um he's the only one uh so far that they've identified as still somewhere in the general area and uh so they're hunting him down um i guess to figure out his his part in this and uh lucas uh is actually uh, even before all of this stuff he was he was uh, pretty smart he you know built all these different things um electronics and and whatnot and now he builds bombs and weird escape rooms. Um, I don't know if he's smart or sadistic. He's he's very <laughs> sadistic. There's a fine line, right? So yeah. I mean, sometimes well, I mean it's a, he's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah. Sometimes they're one and the same. You know how it is. Yeah. Are we all? So you know he winds up um, because there's actually been several of your. Um, comrades and stuff that have gone into the mind is a mine as well and they've they're kind of radio silent right now and your driving force is he's um you go into a room and you see a couple guys down and uh die, richard richard blink twice if you're about to die you all right <laughs> Something, uh, I don't know, I just heard something like fall or crash or something. I'm in the basement, so there's no telling. Alien. So you go into this one room, and, and you see two down soldiers, so you go over to help them. And um, as you're talking to one, you can see there's something kind of on his neck. And then the other one gets up and slaps something on your wrist. And it's Lucas. He was posing. And so he... The thing on the one guy's neck was like an explosive collar. He blows him up, and he tells you that he'll he'll blow up your um, wrist collar if you keep following him, if you you know keep messing with him and everything. So, and he goes, and the same goes for your friends because the rest of your the soldiers are down there as well. So, of course, you're going to ignore this and still go down and and try and find them. So the rest of the (laughs) So the rest of this is you going down, uh, try to upgrade your equipment, uh, save your your fellow um, soldiers, and uh, try and find Lucas. Uh, I haven't I haven't really gotten too far into this. I mean, there's like um, there's all these well, all these. There's about three or different like branching paths, and you can tell. Um, as you go into them, when you first go in, you're, you're gated because it'll tell you, you walk in and it, everything's really dark. It'll say needs night vision, or you go into this one area and the, like, there's a bunch of spores, um, because, you know, we've been saying this stuff is mold. It's basically like a fungus. And if there's enough of it, it, it contaminates the air and you don't, I mean, you don't want to breathe it. So, um, there's a couple areas when you first get in here that you get like limited oxygen and you'll see your oxygen, you know, start to steadily go oh, down, it's a, but it's, it's a meter and everything. Yeah. But 
but you can like run through it and you're completely okay. But then there's other areas where you go in and it says that you need the upgraded filter and your, I mean, your oxygen normally just kind of slowly ticks down. But when you get into these like areas where it's like highly concentrated, your shit just goes like it's almost gone instantly. So it's one of those, you just, you got to go through and, you know, go here, go here and, and, and check every nook and cranny, try and find these upgrades. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. I did acquire the, the upgraded filter and the night vision. Um, gosh, but there's, there's other keys and stuff that you've got to find in order to progress and get into other rooms as well. So, but I'm in, I'm enjoying the DLC too. This, this whole game, I mean, Cesar talked about it, what, two, three weeks ago now? Probably longer. But, I, and you played all the DLC and everything, and you, you, you talked this game up, and you're, you're, I mean, you weren't lying. This is, it's a good game. I'm telling you, man, it's like, even the, the DLC is good, like, even if you get to the, even if you get the end of Eve, Mm-hmm. At that point, you can always. Uh, I dream of rain and I dream of gardens and in, in the desert sand. So <laughs> that'll. Um... <laughs> I dream of rain. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, but yeah, if you get to the end of Eve, it's also a good one. Like, if you, you do, you need to buy the season pass. I don't think so. If you want to piecemeal it, and I know not a hero was free. Yeah, you were like you're looking at the, all the DLC, like which one if I didn't want to pay for the season pass and which one I would buy, I would say buy End of Eve. And that's it. That's all you really know. That's the only story based ones. The other ones are more like I was, gameplay based. I was off wondering of, if it was necessary. Yeah. The other ones are like gameplay based off of like um, the VHS tapes. So like you find out backstories of other families that were, went missing down there in that household. Yeah, I was thinking of just looking up a video on the because that one's like the lost tapes or something like that. And I know there's there's another one where it's like Ethan must die, and it's basically just kind of like this side thing. And there's like a bunch of it, it's your Ethan, and you're trying to go through, and there's just like a bunch of traps. And it's, um, it's I don't know if that has anything to do with the story at all. End end of Eve is the only canonical thing in that that take that maybe could lead into the next game. Because it, gotcha. it, it gives you closure on, it gives, you get closure for Eve, you get closure from her family, and you get closure with Ethan. Ethan's in there towards the end as well. So. Gotcha. But yeah, that's uh, that's it for me. Sorry, Brant, it's not. We still have 15 minutes to go to get our <laughs> hour and 40 minutes. Up. I, we can always we can always do karaoke, and I can start with "I Dream of Rain." Caught in the trap. That's what I'm singing. <laughs> I can't go back. It's either that or Desert Rose. Ale. Cesar punk ass has me humming Desert Rose the whole afternoon because <laughs> our Xbox headsets are in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> we can always we can always do upon the fields of barley. You'll forget the sun and his jealous sky. We can always sing that one too. As we walked in the fields oh, of gold. Fields of gold. <laughs> what, you called that section of PUBG fields of gold. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> fields of gold. Every time we went through the freaking fields of gold, I was that always popped in my head. <laughs> hey, we had some good finishes in the fields of gold. Uh, you could hide in the fields of gold. 
I don't know how we get to a Sting reference and everything in our everyday lives, but Sting get brand new day. I don't know how we can reference brand new day on anything. <laughs> 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 some of that, some of that stuff is just not lyrics in that song, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's like his, you just have to accept he does like the 12 the hour sex drive or whatever it is that he does. And you're like, okay, this isn't supposed to make sense to me because this guy's he's on some other otherworldly abilities. Uh, Brent, that's all your games played, Resident Evil 7? We did it, man. We, mm-hmm. we didn't do an hour and 45 minutes. We did. Oh, I'm going to make it happen. Brent, tell us about the Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. <laughs> PS5 update. <laughs> oh, I did play that. Yeah. There we go. Cesar, tell us about it. I only played like the first two levels and it's the slowly the, tell us more slowly how it, how it played out. Video was very pixelated. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the good? load times are, uh, are better low, on it. Load times were good. Um, it, the, the FMV stuff is looks like it's upscale. That was upscaled again. So it was like, it looks pixelated when you're watching the movies in there. Yeah. It's like, it's even more noticeable. On but PS5? Outside, huh? Yes. I watched Digital, Digital Foundry do like a PS5 versus Switch one, which, I mean, we know what it's going to look like, yeah. but they they really ragged the Switch on the fragmentation on the, not fragmentation. What is it for FMV stuff? Or you can really see blocks and things like that. Maybe it is pixelation. It's, uh, yeah, it's artifacts and all that in the video. Artifacts, yeah. that's it. Yeah, the I, visual artifacts, the noise. For me, and I think I, it's because I compare it to other games I played on PS5, it's way noticeable on this. This is probably the first PS5 game I played where it's like, all right, this video is not crisp. It's not bad. It's just yeah. it's noticeable. It's not like it's not like um, uh, I don't know. You just have to play. It. I mean, do we all own a copy of it? Do you own a copy of it, Richard? Yet? I don't yet. Uh, I sent Brand a deal. I think it was twenty bucks at one point. Yeah. And he was like, eh, maybe wait on it. So I held <laughs> off. Like I haven't cleared the I haven't cleared the the reboot trilogy. I mean, so, at some point, I mean, I mean, at this point, you wait and it'll probably be in that that PlayStation Plus collection or something like that. I mean, yeah, yeah I have enough Crash Bandicoot backlog to where I don't need this one. So, but, isn't but, it on sale again? The PlayStation's but, having a sale like on, on right the, now. Yeah, it's on the PS5 probably. collection. Yeah. No, oh, you're talking, talking about, about Crash new one. Yeah, Crash Four. Yeah. I think you can get it for like what twenty three or twenty two at GameFly or something like that with a ten percent off coupons, like yeah. twenty dollars. But yeah, I mean, outside of that, I mean, it doesn't really make good use of the haptic feedback. You, uh, I don't really feel any feedback on there from haptic feedback at all so far. Uh, it does do the activity cards where it kind of helps guide you to go through and complete the task and the level, depending on uh, the activities you're playing. Uh, it does load faster. Um, you can definitely tell the higher frame rate. But I mean, outside of that, I mean, I don't know. I'll be more interested in what Brant feels about it because he actually played through it and beat it again and you know it was it is what it is for Brant but I I, he, it, I guess he'd be the true factor if he went into upgrading like was it enough for him to go through it again you know like these feel different enough for me to play it I don't I don't, I don't know with, it's with like the load times and the activity cards and everything mm-hmm. I think it would benefit more you Richard since you skipped the PS4 version you know now you can just jump yeah. straight to the PS5 one you can just like play the best version of this game I, I don't know if for me who, who got pretty far in a PS4 version would uh, I don't know if I'm motivated enough to get to where I was at on the PS5 one and continue playing. Is there a way to load your save from the previous one? Mm-mm. They didn't give me that option. I just know it was it was a pain in the ass because like just to let you know before I don't know if you put the disc in yet on yours, Brent. It's like when you put the PS4 disc in there, the first thing that happened was 
it started installing the PS4 version of the game. And I was like, okay. And so I was like, I clicked around into the, you know, where you can choose which version you want, like PS4, PS5 normally on, on those, uh, the path to victory ones. Yeah. Um, and this one, it didn't give me a, uh, an option to choose PS5. So I had to like, and it doesn't, when you prompt, prompt it in there, I don't, maybe they'll fix it. When you prompt the disc in there, it doesn't automatically take you to the PlayStation store to do the upgrade. So I had to like go to the PlayStation store and then find the upgrade in the PlayStation yep. store and then purchase it that way. And it's That's like, weird. Before you can Borderlands didn't make me do that. I talked about it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Borderlands was and it's like before you can purchase this free upgrade, you have to have the PS4 disc in there. So I had to purchase the free upgrade. Then it downloads the PS5 version. And then I had to go back and delete the PS4 version. So that way I didn't have that bullshit on my hard drive. And it was like, because <laughs> it didn't take it off automatically. So, because it was still installing from the disc. And I was like, oh, this is a nightmare. Path to victory. I'm not going to lie. PS5 upgrades are a dumb delivery. Yeah. That's what they need to market it as. It's not, yeah. it's not a straightforward. But then the Xbox shit has been back and forth too, like Tony Hawk and stuff. So it's like, we don't know. You, you literally have to read a fact about every single game you want to upgrade, whether or not you're going to get the right thing or not. I mean, we had a path of victory, what, when the first, I mean, it was like uh, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, and all that, and Battlefield 3. Yeah, 10 bucks. Four. Battlefield 4. Yeah, 4. Yeah, and then not the. Not the Battlefield 3. The only thing I remember from that game was that when I was playing, I'm all out of love, and they're in the the band dying. It's like, I don't want to die to this song. I'm like, I don't want to die in this song with you either. <laughs> <laughs> What's he talking about, Brent? Catch me up. What's four? he talking about? Have you about? played Battlefield 3, Brent? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? When you, at the very first level, when you are in that van and you plunge in the river and it's playing that cheesy 80s song, like, I'm all out of love. Yeah. Whatever, air supply or whatever Sing it, it for us. Remind me. Absolutely not. Um, I don't sing Air Supply. I listen to it. Um, <laughs> that's my rule. Uh, but it's like, it's like I don't want to die to this song. It's like some cheesy song. They're all drowning in the river inside this van. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's like, that's the only thing that popped into your main character's mind. It's like, I don't want to die to this song. <laughs> eight minutes. <laughs> that's all we cared about. Fill up eight minutes. We're doing good. Keep going. Absolutely not. Why are we going to do this for, man? This is the, you know, I didn't, I didn't even try last week and we made it. And like, now we're <laughs> no, I know. It's, a, it's an organic <laughs> thing. We can't force it. <laughs> <laughs> all right so is everybody good are we done here yeah i mean because there's so. not a fucking thing we're going to talk about outside of like it's just gonna be dead air city uh jedi fallen order there's a rumor that there's a exclusive like ps5 series x skew i mean we can so, get into we can get into all that i mean we saw what i mean we'll, we'll probably cover this next week we, we saw those uh playstation vr controllers that shit looks nice seven minutes keep going what yeah. about the controllers oh it's, it looks like the vibe ones where you have it you put in the Goes around your hands and has the the, the gestures on there. But Cesar, I have a PlayStation Three Move controllers that are VR compatible. Yeah, but you can't play erotic visual novels with those. <laughs> oh, but I can't. No, I have them. These ones have touch gestures, so this one uh, has actual <laughs> active feedback. And so, feedback. <laughs> so this is made for uh, erotic visual novels, sir. Dual sense, dual sense <laughs> compatible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also, oh, um, uh, and uh, Brant might know what I'm talking about, but me watching that show we were talking about earlier, the High School D, uh, DXD, I've learned the meaning of the word opi, and I keep hearing it everywhere now. I can never unhear the word opi. Opa's <laughs> grandpa in German. Do you know what opi is in uh, Japanese, Brant? I know you know. Uh, Google it on your work computer. <laughs> Don't <laughs> Google it on your work computer. <laughs> Oh, Google God. it on PSN. Let me get, get that old Panasonic out. Oh, 
Yeah, Google you know what? Google, yeah, Google it. That way, when you go to uh, when every time you go to G Monster, you're just gonna get advertisements for Opie. What is it? Tell us. Uh, go ahead. Tell uh, us. Means uh, breasts in Japanese. Okay. There we go. There we go. Or a mouse pad. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the advertisements you'll get all over because like, I can show you like just me looking at anime Blu-rays. This is what I see every day and whenever minutes. we do news. Keep going. Six um, minutes. I just see Bomberman. That's all I I'm looking you, at. I sent, you, I sent you all the picture. This is what nope. I see every day. I'm just looking at Bomberman. <laughs> do you see what's around the Bomberman? Nope. Uh, five minutes. Keep going, Cesar. <laughs> 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 you need to participate, sir. Do you see what's Hour around 40. the Bomberman? Oh, my gosh. It's nonstop. Hey. <laughs> they all have a price drop. That's nice. I, yeah, but I looked at one site, and that's that is what G Monty does. I'm like, well, I heard you like anime, so here's cut out images of a whole bunch of shit that's price drop. We've and served across you, your page. We served you some content. We think you might be interested in. <laughs> Click on it and pay for our fees. Here you go. But yeah, I mean, we're literally just gonna sit in dead air because you're just making it like before it was organic. Now it's just like forced. You're making I mean, it five awkward. minutes to go. Uh, Brent, describe your. Oh, I'm just playing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. We've rambled on long enough. We've not quite fulfilled our hour 40 <laughs> commitment, but we're at an hour 43. That's far enough. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Genki dinner. What is that for English speakers? Uh, take care. You got four more minutes to explain it? <laughs> uh, it literally means take care. I don't know what you want me to explain. All right, that's enough. All right, that's enough. Thank you, Cesar, for your uh, your trademark sign-off. Yep. Kinky dinner. All right, we're recording, but uh, as part of the pre-show-ish, I guess I have to go into the story of the Lion King Waffle House. Yeah. So somebody brought this up. Uh, the context was like cleanliness in a Waffle House. And they were like, I saw. I mean, we all know we're all from the South. So I from Germany. We all know that. <laughs> I spent time there. I spent time, <laughs> well, I spent time in West Germany. Get it right. You say spent time like you were incarcerated. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was in Western Germany. I was in West Germany. Most people can't say that. I was prisoner of the commies. <laughs> So the context was the cleanliness of a Waffle House, right? So, you know, your cup's going to have like a little bit of waffle floating in it with the coffee and uh, it might have a little lipstick on it. And your fork's going to have a little bit of leftover from the previous meal. So it's, it just is what it is. And this person, Richard's like, I need another fork. Can I get another fork? <laughs> this ain't going to fly. <laughs> I got to wipe this bad boy off. So the context, uh, what was said was, regarding the cleanliness of a Waffle House, and then I just absentmindedly, like, this was nobody who knew the story. I was like, at least it wasn't the Lion King Waffle House. <laughs> and they're looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so, uh, I know I've told this story on the uh, on the podcast before, but so the EV games that I was was running at the time, we had we had the, we had a Wii uh, console set up, like a display thing, well before the console launch. Probably a week before that, I think it was a Friday launch. And so one night after closing, I had a friend of the show, Russell came up there and Cesar came up there and we played every launch title. We opened up every single game, super monkey ball, Zelda, uh, splinter cell, red steel. We went through Rayman. We tried everything. 
Rayman was a surprise when we uh, hit. Yeah, Rayman struck us like, okay, there, there we go. But uh, after that, we went to the Waffle House that was right down the street, which is Brant, the one close proximity to us. So we're sitting there, and we're on that side where you can look over to, like you look over to your left. I was on the left side. I distinctly remember this. And you see, like, the bar with the coffee mugs and the coffee stacked up and the orange juice and stuff like that. And uh, Cesar and my my brother were on the other side. And I think they saw, like, they saw a roach at the bottom. Like, <laughs> he's, and he's just sitting on the floor, like, with his <laughs> arms up like this. Mm-hmm. And then, as we're all focused on this, like, oh, God, look at that. You see that down there? Guys, look at this. Like, we're all focused on this thing. From the top of the counter... One of them comes sprinting out, like this roach just comes flying across and like looks over the edge. <laughs> so <it> goes, Mufasa! <laughs> the long live the king. <laughs> oh, and then the roach just turned around. It's like it just had to uh, confirm that Mufasa was dead. <laughs> it just turned Mufasa. around. <laughs> Run away and never come back. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> And so from henceforth, and that's been, what was that, 2005, 15 years, mm-hmm. six, 15 and a half years later, that's Maybe been the Lion King Waffle House. Should print out a certificate and hand it to them and see if they'll hang it up. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, on November 12th, 2005, we we deemed this the Lion King Waffle House. Long, <laughs> long live the king. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's actually get down to business now that I've, I've wasted four minutes of bullshit. No, man, that's, that's what you call content. You that's what we're here for. If you want us to uh, edit Google Maps and put the Lion King Waffle House on there, we can make it happen. You would like us to go travel around the United States and visit other Waffle Houses to find the new Lion King Waffle House. Then please or, uh, contribute to our Patreon. Or do we apply a Disney film to each different Waffle House and go through the entire catalog of not just animated films, but live action and uh, mixed animation and live action films? We can. I'm looking forward to the Rocketeer one. Would it have to be a roach, like a flying roach? <laughs> they do do that, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Would that be the Rocketeer Waffle House? <laughs> Probably. That or the Avatar one, because that is also I like it now. Avatar would be a roach, like, locked in a container thinking it is another roach moving around, right? Like this? <laughs> but it's like this, but it can't move. You see it moving with the legs or not, right? Stop! Stop! <laughs> that's the Sam Worthington joke. That's not okay. In the context of Avatar, that's not okay. <laughs> Make the hair loop, or you just I'm, see two I'm, roaches come together. <laughs> the rope? Yeah. Oh, God. Make the yeah. hair loop. So, so yeah. So at what point did we explain that the oh. the dragon roach doesn't? They don't choose them, but it chooses the uh the dragon right. the right writing. Right. You don't choose it; it chooses you. This is what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? I'm sitting around like, what does that mean? <laughs> Avatar. What else? Now we have alien within the Disney pantheon, right? So we have, we're gonna have oh, yeah. an alien Waffle House. There'll be yeah. one giant one just stalking everyone in the Waffle House. That one's a good one. I'm looking forward to the Predator Waffle House. Predator. <laughs> Sword in the Stone Waffle House with Archimedes. Black Cauldron. My favorite oh, Disney one. <laughs> oh, so we get Star Wars too? Yeah. Marvel. Oh, there's some deep lore. We could do a lot with Marvel too. The Iron Man Waffle House. 
All right, this is the content you came here for. Six yep. minutes in. <laughs> different approachabilities <laughs> at different Waffle Houses based off Disney properties. Well done. This is, this is what we are about. <laughs> and extended Disney properties. We didn't have a whole lot to work uh, with in 2005. We just eight. had Lion King. We got to find the Indiana Jones one as well, so. <laughs> Toss me the whip. <laughs> <laughs> I Toss mean, me. that, that could have been the Lion King Waffle House. Oh, Toss me the whip. Toss me the idol. Why did it have to be roaches? There we go. Yeah. That too. Oh, that would be a whole nest full of them, though. Think about that yeah. scene. It's a whole like it's, it's a whole covered. Box. Yeah, as long as we're on Temple of Doom, we're all right. Ah, road Nothing's brain. worse than Temple of Doom and the insects. Yeah. All right, here we go. Y'all ready? Yeah. Brrr.